Welcome to the Self-Kindness with Pete podcast, a podcast dedicated to exploring how we become our very best in the world by being kind to ourselves. I'm Pete Sibley, the Self-Kindness Coach, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to another Self-Kindness with Pete. I am Pete Sibley. I am thrilled to be here with you today. Ah, the voice is cracking already. And we're off. You know, I thought for our 40th episode, we would have a special guest on who actually was turning 40. Uh, and we recorded the interview, but edits and things like that and timelines, you know, sometimes life just doesn't... It has other ideas. And so to marry up with reality, we're going to put that episode out next week and have this week be a nice little check-in about an idea, something that comes up often. Self-kindness, you know? Hmm. First, my friend, how are you doing? Are you feeling the air moving in and out? of those beautiful lungs? Are you witnessing what's going on in that wonderful mind? And what is so amazing about this adventure? I mean, who's with me here? We can notice what's going on in our head. We can feel what's going on in our body. And then there's this whole thing called life going on out there. I just love it. I am never like not amazed at how many levels and nuances we can just exist as human beings. And self-kindness, I believe, is just a tool that helps us to, I don't know, maybe dust off the lens every once in a while, like what are we focusing on, and to check out our perspective a little bit. So anyway, today it's, it's a an idea around, like this thought comes up, here I am again. And I wanted to unpack it a little bit because it's been coming up with a couple different clients of mine that I've been working with. And so I thought it might be useful to put out here on the podcast today. So, and speaking of which, I've been getting some nice feedback about this podcast. I love hearing from you always feel free to DM me any thoughts. You can email me. Uh, you know, all that information is always in the show notes of how to get in touch with me. And thanks to those of you who have, uh, you know, you've liked and rated the show, you have left a comment. It really helps to get the word out there. And I have a goal in 2021. I would love self-kindness, a podcast about self-kindness to be at the forefront of an exciting, you know, conversation that we're having in the world about the possibility of really getting to continue to explore inward and bring that kindness inward to all parts of being a human. And I don't know what that looks like, if that's you know, thousands of listeners to this podcast, or if it's this podcast inspiring other wider, greater conversations. 
part of kindness is just being part of the human condition, being, or not being part, but just being aware of and interested in the fact that you are, we are humans, we have human experiences, and we're going to be, uh, you know, we're going to have all of these different human experiences come up as part of the human condition. So when they come up, which they will, and they do, sometimes our mind can meet it with the thought that sounds like this, like, um, you know, here it goes again, here we go again, it's happening, you know, and sometimes I, the image that comes to mind is, is like, I'm looking up at, at the sky, not that that means anything in particular, but it's kind of like I have my hands up and I'm like, really here again for a lot of my adult life it, that has been around uh, finances. Uh, it seems like that happens a lot. I'm looking up and going, really this again? It's kind of like that idea of Murphy's Murphy's Law. It's like, you know, one thing happens and then it seems like four other things happen and just the timing of it. So self-kindness as a practice is growing one's own ability to extend that human capacity, our capacity to be kind, thoughtful, empathetic, compassionate, loving, generous, supporting, steadfast people towards other people or another person in your life. That's all self-kindness is. It's growing our ability to take that and shine it inwards, to turn it back in on itself, back in on yourself. The way that I preach self-kindness is that we do it through our thought work. We do it through our emotional work, growing our self-trust, which eventually is what we call, you know, trusting our gut or trusting our intuition, leading heart-led lives, which doesn't exclude our intellect. On the contrary, I believe heart-led lives uh, highlight the best of our intellect. Because our brilliant minds are so masterful at creating, we use that tool, the tool that our minds use, which is our thoughts to create. We use those as our practice, and we get into those thoughts by following our feelings and emotions. So it's all tied together, folks. Thoughts create emotions. If you're feeling a thought, then you can always backtrack and find... Wait, I said that wrong too. If you're feeling an, uh, an emotion, always backtrack that to a thought. Oh, I'm recording this in the afternoon, but I'm talking like I'm amped up on coffee or something. I think I'm just really excited for a lot of... You know, I had one of those here I am again moments recently, I noticed that I'm just loving the peat 
that is showing up. I think a while ago I I said something and someone quoted it back to me and it, I said something like I love becoming the person of my dreams. And that's my self-kindness. That's what it's doing. So when that thought, here I am again, pops up, how can I meet it with self-kindness? An example of where it just showed up recently was I was about to sit down and start recording. And uh, as a type 1 diabetic, I checked my blood sugar and I checked my blood sugar and it was a bit low. And so... I went into the kitchen to get something to bring up my blood sugar, and I started thinking, like, well, here I go again. I want to do this podcast and and do the recording, and but now I've got to take this time to find something to get my blood sugar up, and on and on the thoughts will go right, and other thoughts like. Well, you know, there isn't anything that I can eat that isn't going to make my throat sound scratchy or, uh, you know, make me have to clear my throat. Everything affects my talking and on and on I go. Here I am again. Ugh. So we might notice that here I am again. It really carries a quality of being out of control and being... uh a victim to life rather than life is here working for me on my behalf. So if you're still with me, if you're still following me on all this, here's where this all comes together. A practice where we look at and use emotions and feelings like feeling uncomfortable to go back in and mine our thoughts we pull those thoughts and collect those thoughts and become begin to get curious about how our lives unfold due to certain thoughts. Now, in doing this intentional thought work, we need to be aware of the fact that thoughts are more like happenings. And we can certainly generate thoughts, but a lot of times thoughts kind of come of their own accord. And so this is why questioning your thought can loosen up its, I don't know, hold on you, if you will. Rather than just trying to say, I'm going to drop that thought or I'm not going to have that thought. It's like, well, we might notice that the thought is already here. So, because our lives are created from our thoughts, if we look at and become friends with and maybe even love our thoughts, well, we begin to notice, be friends with, and maybe love our lives. Anything that you don't 100% love or don't feel 100% at ease with, you can always question. It's always a possibility. These thoughts, positive or negative, if we hold on to them, we can check out that there's a payoff for having our thoughts. There's a payoff for holding on to them. And 
that could be the answer for some of us of why negative thoughts show up over and over and over again in our lives. It's because there is some payoff for that. Now, last week, uh, I talked about that in the episode about shame and embarrassment, that a payoff, meaning something that I actually get from holding on to a negative thought, is I get to, you know, stay in a place that's more familiar, even if it doesn't feel good. I don't have to go outside my comfort zone in looking for answers. I could just stay in in that place. Another payoff is a big feeling or emotion. I invite you to just continue to look at that. If you have a thought and you're wondering, what's going on here? Why does that thought keep coming up? Ask yourself, is there some type of payoff here? It's kind of like a child that that is willing to do something, even if they know they're going to get, uh, you know, in trouble or punishment from it, seeking attention. And if they're not getting positive attention, well, they're going to get go for that attention somehow. And so they might act out in a negative way. So our thoughts are similar. In that noticing and seeing how your thoughts might be similar in going for that payoff, you can ask, is that serving you? My mind has loved over the years to kind of say, well, here I am again, and kind of hands up in the air, and I'm a little bit of a victim here. And what my payoff for that is... First of all, it starts to show me all the ways I'm not doing things right. And it's very hard to undo because I have all the proof. And it's a very, let's say, familiar guest at the table. Maybe not one that I'm psyched that's there all the time, but it's familiar. But I noticed that I get to decide if I want to keep looking, keep getting curious about it, why is that here again, versus letting the old tape roll. So I could stay in the familiar, and I don't have to go beyond and feel uncomfortable and ask, how am I responsible here? I don't have to step out of what I know into a place where maybe I could fail. My mind, your mind, our mind will use anything and everything to prove something if that is our belief. And for instance, I even have clients who berate themselves because they're so familiar with negative self-talk. They'll use their own self-kindness practice and how they're not doing it right, or they're not feeling totally happy, or on and on and on. They'll use their own self-kindness practice as a way to beat themselves up. So here's where I'm going to leave you today. And you might hear that my neighbor started the lawnmower. Love it. You know, is to look at our goal. The goal with a self-kindness practice 
is not about shutting the door on life, on experiences, on the human experience. It's not about closing off and not experiencing it again. It's about growing you as a human, growing you and your brain, growing you and your capacity, your ability and awareness, growing your awareness to meet all of it. It's about seeing that the hard thing, you can do it. It's about noticing where you have done the hard thing in the past. That where you have done it knowingly and willingly in the past. And where have you succeeded in doing the hard thing? And I would invite you to question if you think you tried the hard thing and you failed. Really? Well, check it out. This invitation is as old as human beings and storytelling. I mean, it's the hero's journey. It's the hero's journey to intentionally go out. Well, maybe there, the intention was uh, kind of pushed out into the unknown and showing up, doing what you can with what you have. That's the hero's journey. And in every hero's journey, it's not about shutting the door. If you notice, it's about growing the capacity so that at the very end, it's the, the big challenge. It's the big hard thing. And, but by the end, you, the hero in your own journey, does the hard thing. So you're here again, yes, and it's not a mistake. I ask you, are you the same person? Or are you meeting it with a new understanding? Would you get upset at an apple tree blossoming? Would you say to it, you know, you did that last year and the year before that. And you know what? You do this every year at the same time. You do the same thing. You know, here you go again. Of course not. Like, that's ridiculous. You actually look forward to it. I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing the beautiful blossoms every spring. Here I am again. Here we go again. Yes, it's not a mistake. You are exactly where you need to be. And I love you for that. I love that you are listening. And we'll see you next week. Hey, Self-Kindness with Pete listener, I see you. Let's let that light shine in the world. My one-on-one self-kindness coaching is the culmination of all of this work, of all of this information that comes out on the podcast, brought down and consolidated so that you get results quickly and effectively that are specific to your life. Hey, we all have human thoughts and we can all be awakened using this thought work technology. I would love to work with you. I think it is so important for you to do this work. So reach out. You can find my link in these show notes or you can go over to petesibley.com 
and set up a consultation today.